I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we discover the strange history of the rise of beer in Europe, which takes us through the history of its pandemics and surprisingly, the Catholic and Protestant Church. Every September, a rather distinguished gathering takes place in the area known as Soho, in the city of Westminster in London. These men and women doctors epidemiologists economists and surgeons gather around an old hand pump yes a pump where you have to use your hands to draw out water the remnant of an era where piped water was not a reality and clean water itself was a bit of a luxury these men and women after attending a lecture by one amongst the group proceed to the pump on broadwick street and perform a ceremonial removal and replacement of the pump handle the lecture itself is called the pump handle lecture they then proceed to a pub to get drinks but not just any nearby pub they specifically go to one pub the john snow pub they all belong to a club called the john snow society now before you judge this distinguished set of people participating in an archaic ritual and for being fans of the famed game of thrones character let me stop your judgment jagannet right there this has nothing to do with the game of thrones but everything to do with the hand pump water and strangely the european obsession with beer buckle up as i take you on a crash course in pandemics hand pumps and beer in 1849 a doctor from yorkshire in england published a short pamphlet titled on the mode of communication of cholera the early and the mid 19th century was criticized by cholera outbreaks in large parts of europe asia and africa leading to the loss of millions of lives The disease however was poorly understood and the dominant theory was that miasma or bad air arising from rotting garbage food and sewage was the cause of the disease the doctor though thought differently so in 1854 primarily in the soho area adjacent to broadwick street snow investigated and traced some 600 cholera deaths occurring over 10 days he was struck by the observation that the cases either lived close to or were using the broad street pump for water he also determined that brewery workers and poor house residents in the area both of whom relied on local wells escaped the pandemic snow concluded that access to uncontaminated water prevented them from cholera infection while users of broad street pump became infected using the little influence he had as a doctor he persuaded the doubtful civic authorities to remove the handle from the broad street pub as a result the already subsiding pandemic disappeared within a few days the doctor was none other than a man named john snow it's this very pump around which the pump handle lectures are organized and the john snow society was established in honor of the doctor who was willing to go against established wisdom and blazed his own path but there is also a rather very european hero in this story often relegated to the footnotes of history beer 
Now it's peculiar that the pub was named after Jon Snow, a man who was shy and did not drink alcohol. But he noted this in his study. There is a brewery in Broad Street near the pump and no brewer's men were registered as having died of cholera. Above 70 workmen employed in the brewery, none of them had suffered from cholera at the time the disease prevailed. The men do not drink water at all. There is a deep well in the brewery in addition to the new river water. Since workmen were given a daily allowance of beer, they did not consume water from the nearby well. During the brewing process, the wort or unfermented beer is boiled in part so that hops can be added. This step killed the cholera bacteria in the water they had used to brew with, making it safe to drink. Now, before you decide that you should substitute beer for water, I would also say that this connection is tenuous and the medical benefits of beer are still up for debate. But the role played by beer in medieval Europe is often less understood. First up, beer was not associated with rowdy levels of drunkenness. Much of it was brewed to have a low alcohol content and it was known as small beer, allowing people to drink without becoming incapacitated. Women usually were in charge of their family's health and they gave this small beer to their children. It was not an industrial product brewed in garangutan batches, but made at home. Making beer was part of ordinary housekeeping, or in other words, women's work. In England, the women were known as alewives. They were, however, soon out of this work when the Catholic Church instituted a new regime of beer production. With the cooperation of monarchs in France and Germany, the church issued permits for beer making and charged a fee, effectively a beer making tax. Meanwhile, the church's monks could help pay for their monasteries by brewing their beer. The monks had the time and resources to experiment, producing substantial improvements in the quality of ale and beer. Later during the Protestant Reformation, Martin Luther himself encouraged fellow Protestants to resist the church's monopoly on beer by adding bitter herbs and hops to it. He even went on to suggest that adding them had hallucinatory effects. In France, Saint Arnold of Soissons, a Benedictine abbot and bishop from the 11th century, was made the patron saint of beer makers. Benedictine monks may have been the first to add hops to beer, creating the distinctive flavors we associate with it. According to one tale, he asked his congregation to drink beer instead of water, saving them from the plague. So right from the times when Europe was wiped out by a killer plague called the Black Death in the 14th century, to the cholera epidemic of the 19th century, Europe relied on beer to escape it. Both the Catholic and Protestant church kickstarted the commercialization of beer, which was switched to a higher gear with the advent of the Industrial Revolution. The irony is noteworthy that the religion which considers gluttony as one of the seven deadly sins was the one which gave roots to the commercialization of beer. The meandering journeys in which our food habits have been shaped have often been a subject of intense fascination on this podcast, and the story of beer is yet another rest stop. So the next time you feel like grabbing a beer, you need to thank the housewife, the monks, and a spirited doctor. Because all through our own journey called life, we will find unlikely and unknown heroes who make life worth living. Because all through our own journey called life, we will find unlikely and unknown heroes who make life worth living. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts 
on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.